Okay. Welcome to the Heart of Healing, the pandemic episodes. I am your host, Tom Fold. In these episodes, we will meet loving, talented people who, while coping with their own pandemic stress, are offering to others understanding, compassion, love, and ways to relax and heal even under the weight of current conditions. Listen with an open heart to those who in this time of crisis are offering their hearts and talents to all of us. And I'm happy to say that our guest today is R.G. Chin, who is a Feng Shui architect and who says he loves to help people change their lives through their space. Welcome, R.D. Thank you. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. <laughs> it's nice to have you, to see you again and to have you on my podcast again. It's always a pleasure. It is. I think my first, you know, reaching out to you and asking to explain to the people who are listening, what is a Feng Shui architect? What is it that you do? So uh, what I do, um, I am an architect by profession. Actually, I have an engineering degree from Tufts. I actually have a graduate degree in architecture from UPenn, and I am licensed and registered in New York State as a professional architect. But I have created a specialty niche where I integrate feng shui. Feng means wind, shui means water, wind and water in Chinese. And what I've done with the feng shui is to integrate a holistic approach of looking at your space whether it's your home or your business or even looking at cities. So what we want to do is to take a look at nature's principles and how to integrate that into our space. And especially now during the pandemic, you know, how do you integrate nature, you know, into our space? And so people call upon my services to try to help them navigate to create a sense of peace or serenity amid you know, our turmoil, you know, our tumultuous world. Absolutely, and, uh, absolutely, yeah. Anyway. Well, and today, as you say, it's more important. I mean, we are, quote, locked into our spaces and our spaces need to be loving and, and, and calm for us to be seeing the same thing every day. Absolutely, and you know, and, and my uh, approach is to, you know, we have to work with what we have. I have to work yes. within, you know, uh, your home, Maybe you're locked up with your kids. You know, how do you create a harmony and balance of your husband working in one room, the kids are doing online, you know, schooling in another room, or they're all in one room, and how do you manage all of that? So, you know, my purpose is try to help you try to find some sense of calm or some sense of balance, you know, with your space. So even one recommendation is just get some fresh flowers just some fresh flowers in the room with the intention of welcoming, you know, a little bit of nature, a little bit of harmony, um, or maybe uh, as simple as baking chocolate chip cookies in the kitchen. And just the aroma of that will at least calm people down. That's, that's right. The aroma is wonderful. Or baking bread. I think bread aroma is beautiful too. Exactly. And right. I've been actually doing a lot of uh, healthy organic food. So I make a lot of um, baked fruit. So we love baked apples uh, with cinnamon and oh. cloves. And I just peel the apples and I just put it in the oven. And just that in itself is a very healthy, warming dessert. That's delightful. Delightful. 
Well, during this time, I know that you are doing some very special things beyond your clients and that in, in a, and to, to deal with the stress that we're all under. So tell us a little bit about the bells, first of all. Yes. So actually, um, when the uh, lockdown happened for all of us in March, um, uh, after about a month of just kind of lounging around in bed, and, and actually, I actually had a wonderful morning chat with a friend of mine named Melissa. And it came to me that I had the chi or the energy to help others. And so I created Bells of Hope with RD. And Bells of Hope is our uh, beautiful group uh, where we share our concerns. Uh, uh, and actually, the a question that I ask almost every day is, what are you grateful for? So I'm trying to find uh, an uplifting ways of uh, being with everybody every single day. Now I have to admit I'm using a free Zoom platform, so I have 40 minutes. But within this uh, platform of 40 minutes, we can easily touch base with everybody. So I always ask each person, "What are you grateful for?" They share their, uh, you know, the they're what they're grateful for and then um, we may have a little discussion i might have a little inspirational reading or a question you know they might ask them to think about and then we always close with the meditation so i do a guided visual meditation usually about 10 minutes and um it's a very nice way to kind of close and and that's everybody truly appreciates that well that's true i would appreciate that very much and uh what, uh, how many, about how many people come to your meditation or to your bells? Actually, we have a core group of 19 people. Wonderful. And so, um, and so every day, probably I have at least, uh, you know, 10 to 12 people on every single day. That's and you know, some people have to have to work or whatever, but um, we have a very beautiful core group and they come from all around the world. I have a person from Berlin, Germany, I have people from Los Angeles, I have a person from Montreal, and of course we have people in Florida, New York, um, all around. Isn't that interesting that the pandemic has actually brought the world closer? Yes. Know? In all the work that I do and stuff, I have people that I'm interviewing who are from far away who I never would have been talking to if it hadn't been for the pandemic. Well, I have to say that is the blessing of the pandemic is that even though we physically cannot be be with each other but at least we can kind of connect with each other and this is the next best thing and i have to say the technology uh has uh, has opened up for us to do all of these things and isn't it wonderful if we had to have a pandemic we had it when we had the technology I, I would not like to think of what it would be like without this technology. That's right. Well, I think about, you know, what happened in 1918? How did they deal with the pandemic? Yes. You know, and talk about the technology at that time versus what we have now. Absolutely. I'm grateful. Talking about gratitude lists, I'm grateful I live at this time. That's right. So what about when you say it's the bells? Talk, where are the bells in this work that you're doing? What um, bells are we talking about? Oh, the bells are my Tibetan bells. Ah. So um, actually, when I started my feng shui work, um, I always included like a little blessing uh, of the bells. And so um, 
oh, maybe this might be an appropriate time to share my bells. What do you think? I, I would love you to do that. I love the bells. I have some myself and I, I find them wonderful. Okay. I, so, um, so, you know, let's just take a moment and just sit and just relax and just imagine, imagine that we're sitting along a lake seeing the beautiful mountains in the distance, the turtle or the tortoise mountains in the distance giving us support, the dragon and tiger hills in each side, and we're all gathered here together by the side of the lake known as the Ming Tang or the Bright Hall, just welcoming, welcoming all of the positive universal forces into our sacred space, and I'm going to ring my bells of hope. Om mani padme om, om mani padme om, om mani padme om. Om mani padme om, om mani padme om, om mani padme om. Om mani padme om, om mani padme om, om mani padme om. Om mani padme om. This is six words in Sanskrit composed of compassion, kindness, peace, harmony, and love. Lovely. And that's what you just offered to our audience, to me and to everyone who's listening. Thank you so much. That You're was very welcome. That was beautiful. Do you also have, I'm not expecting you to have them with you now, uh, the brass uh, bowls? Do you have a Yes, I also have the Tibetan bowls, um, and that's another, you know, tool of, and actually I have a, a Tibetan bowl in my office space across the street. So whenever I come to my space, I always ring the bowl when I arrive into my space just to thank the space, and I'm grateful I have a space to go to. Yes, and yes, so, that's something to be grateful for, isn't oh it? Oh my gosh, I'm very grateful to have this space across the street, but nice. also by ringing the um tibetan bowl you know we're just thanking the space you know giving energy or the chi energy to the space and um and the space gives chi back to me <laughs> i i just had a question that popped into my mind you talked about bringing in fresh flowers and so forth you know to bring nature in well here we are in the middle of winter and it's a bit hard to find fresh flowers do you have any other suggestion that you might someone might bring into their house Yes, actually, um, um, maybe you could um, light a candle, you know, maybe take some time just to kind of quiet your mind, just light a candle for a couple of minutes, that'd be one possibility. Or maybe you might have a salt lamp, you know, you have salt lamps, uh, is a wonderful addition to your home that actually emits, you know, wonderful balancing energy you know, into your home. It also is a great night light, I have to say. Okay. Um, um, the other thing you can do is uh, maybe you might even have a beautiful photograph from, you know, one of your travels. You know, maybe you went to the Caribbean or maybe you were in Florida or in California. And maybe you just have a beautiful photograph that you, um, you know, that you uh, frame. And that would at least kind of bring your attention to you know, bring yourself back to nature, and so these are other ways that you can try to you know rebalance. And in essence, about rebalancing our minds. Right. Well, I, and I understand that we did exactly that. Um, we brought a, a photograph from a person we know, 
a travel photograph that was just beautiful, that brought nature into our house. And he was able to make it large enough and to put it on canvas. So we have oh, beautiful. a painting, if so to speak. And it's in the middle of our living room. So when we look at it, we feel that nature. We can look into a horizon. We can see the distance. Well, actually, the thinking is when you're looking at a much further horizon distance, you're literally reducing the tension and stress in your body. Because physically, when eyes look at a much further horizon distance, you're actually physically reducing the tension and stress in your body. So that would be really good, you know, whether it's an abstract or it's a beautiful Ansel Adams photograph or just, you know, or just in your mind, just visualize seeing yourself, you know, being at the Grand Canyon or maybe, you know, sitting at the lake or just sitting at the, you know, in the forest, just overlooking the beautiful blue skies. That's interesting. I didn't understand that. But now I know why I feel what I feel when I'm looking at that picture. <laughs> and also, the other thing that I would say is, uh, even though the weather's chilly, you can dress for it, stepping outside and walking, there is a, 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 depending where you live, there's a horizon also. Um, well, actually, um, that is a very good stress reducer. It's just to walk. Just go outside. So I live in Midtown Manhattan, right at 30th Street and 8th Avenue. And, you know, there are no, you know, horizon where I can go to the Hudson River. I just don't have that ability to do that at this time. Right. But just the act of, talk about feng shui, just the act of walking out of your apartment, getting some fresh air, getting some sun, or even the clouds, or a little bit of the, you know, drizzle of the rain, just being in nature, be very refreshing for the soul and the spirit. Right, and it helps you to come back. When you come back, you haven't had that refreshment. And now I can get back into the apartment. Absolutely. Or the house. Yes, definitely. Well, I want to bring up something else, R.D., because I think it's important as to what you are doing and how beautiful your thinking and your, your actions are. You were unusually prepared for this shutdown, for this pandemic. You had something happen to you back in 2017 that was not easy and brought a lot you I believe a lot of strength and, and loving beauty into your life. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. Um, um, January 1, 2017, I had shooting pains along one of my leg. And as a result of that in 2017, I was diagnosed with multiple myeloma. It's a blood cancer. And um, and at the same time, as a result of the myeloma, there are fractures along my lower spine. So therefore, 2017, I was in a body brace. I was going through a clinical trial for chemotherapy. It was a major health crisis for me. Absolutely. And I have to say, feng shui was out the window. <laughs> <laughs> but somehow there is something within myself that uh, maintain a positive attitude, uh, maintain resilience. And in a way, um, this uh, health crisis actually did prepare me for the pandemic because we had to help have a very clean household. You know, all the aides who came with me had to wash their hands, wear the mask. Um, you know, any infections uh, could have caused me to go to the ER in a split second. So in a way, um, I am kind of, yes, I have been prepared for this pandemic. 
And, um, but, you know, in a way, but I feel much stronger in the sense that now, what do I do with this time? And this time is to help others. And so I'm also actually writing a memoir. So this is a wonderful pandemic project for any of you is to be creative, you know, either write a memoir, uh, do some painting, uh, really get into your creative abilities that you have never had a thought, you know, by having this time. So yes. I heard, like you're saying, the, the idea that the pandemic is bringing us the opportunity to find out what we really like, what we really care about. And exactly. Uh, I mean, this I just, pandemic is really uncovering the layers of the priorities of our relationships. What are the priorities of, talk about clearing the clutter. Yes. You know, we have all of these relationships with our spouse or with our family, and you just uncover all of these uh, dysfunctions. Uh, you uncover all of these quirks and idiosyncrasies. And then you realize, you know, what is really important? Exactly. And then you do have, as I have experienced, the opportunity to recognize what I'm grateful for. Exactly. Like that every morning, wake up and say, okay, the pandemic's still here. And I'm grateful because I have and, and list the things that I have and do have. Right. And as a part of my uh, journey, I have been uh, going to a lot of support groups, uh, cancer care and multiple myeloma support groups. And, you know, those have been extremely helpful. But the one thing that I remember from um, uh, Rick, uh, who was a fantastic counselor at cancer care, he says, if you meet one cancer patient, you only meet one cancer patient. Everybody is so individual, so unique, and you can't really classify. And also because of the pandemic, our mental health has truly been affected. So talk about our minds. How can we calm our minds amid this very challenging period in our history, literally? Absolutely. Well, that's where the work that you're doing and others also, but your, your bells of hope, having that brief moment each day, each half, 40 minutes, you say, I think? 40 minutes, exactly. 40 minutes each day. If you can look forward, I would say look, they would look forward to it. And must, each person must look forward to that. This is oh, my yes. place of calm. It sounds well, like an island in, in the middle of, it's a quiet island in the middle of, a, of an ocean. Well, actually, um, the uh, analogy that we say about the bells, we are like the lighthouse. So we are emitting or sharing or radiating our light of hope and peace. But at the same time, we need to stay grounded to Mother Earth amid all of the swirling waters of emotions, the politics, all of this chi energy of the world. But we need to somehow stay grounded. And also by doing the Bells of Hope every single day, it is our commitment or my commitment just to have a stability, you know, 1130 to 12 o'clock, just to have that stability of touching base with each other. And other than that, you know, during this pandemic, all of our schedules have been upchucked, you know, what to do, what not to do. Um, I have to say, as a result of my health crisis, I need to rest a great deal. I still go to Wild Cornell for my healing elixirs, as I say, and but I need to rest. And so, of course, my whole schedule has been upchucked in terms of my eating and things like that. But 
by having the Bells of Hope exactly at 1130, it gets me out of bed and I am helping others. Absolutely. That's wonderful. And I, I feel similar uh, feelings because I, when I, the pandemic started, I was also sort of staying in bed, not right. getting up, doing much. And I realized this is not fun. I want to, I, I, something, I have to do something else. And therefore I went back to doing my podcast, but this time making sure that I was talking to people who are helping others during this crisis as you are. Right. And that gave me hope and right. my reason. And I see what you're doing there with that book. <laughs> and I do was going to ask you the next question was going to be, you, you tell me that each day uh, on the Bells of Hope, you ask a question. Right. So uh, each day, of course, I ask, you know, what are you grateful for? But then I also ask other questions for pondering. And these are the two questions that came up for today. All right. I'm going to ask my audience to listen to these and take a deep breath. And take a deep breath. Exactly. So why do you think you are here? And the second question is, what are you supposed to do with the time you have? So why do you think you are here? And what are you supposed to do with the time you have? And so for me, you know, the time that I have is to share light, to share hope, to show that we have resilience amid this pandemic, and to show that we have, you know, a higher purpose in our humanity. And yes, there's a lot of other stuff which is swirling around, which is very upsetting, very uncomfortable, but talk about that's the yin and the yang of life. And we need to somehow maintain that balance of yin and yang. Absolutely. And I agree with you. And I, I've come up with my own statement, which is not as involved as yours, but quite <laughs> simple, which is to express love. Yes. And to find various ways, whether it's to say good morning to my wife in a loving way. Exactly or to do these shows, which I think express love and show your love for people also, and shows my love for the audience. And that's wonderful. And also like the opportunities are endless to show love uh, in the world, anywhere. And there can be big and small, but I can only do small. I can only do what's in my, my area. Right. And, 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 that's actually, what... and one thing that I would really recommend to everybody before you go to bed, uh, maybe there might be a loved one in your household. And before you go to bed, ask, what are you grateful for? What are the three things you're grateful for for the day? And that's what my wife and do every single evening. And it just is a nice way to kind of close the evening. And then you go to bed with a very uplifting mood. That's beautiful. That is quite beautiful. Well, you have said that sort of at the end of the day, you do that. Well, we're sort of at the end of our podcast coming okay. close to it, which is a perfect segue, if you will, because now what I want to ask you is if someone who is listening to this program would like to get in touch and learn more or maybe join you with the bells or whatever, how can they best get in touch with you? So the best way to get in touch with me actually is two ways. You can get in touch with my email, which is rdchin at mac.com, r-d-c-h-i-n at mac.com. Okay. Or you can easily text me with my cell phone. 
my cell phone is 917-669-8099. 917-669-8099. Good feng shui numbers. <laughs> Good. That's another show. <laughs> it's a whole other show to ask about those numbers and all. Well, I think that's wonderful. And I'm glad that people can get in touch with you. Um, my own experience of having of knowing you, of working with you, is an absolute delight and a spiritual leader. You, you are a wonderful leader and a person who shares love beautifully. So I 